Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns, and we are back. Back again with another episode of the IDP Army podcast, where, of course, we are talking all things fantasy football, mostly IDP, um, by the IDPArmy.com. Make sure you check out the website. Let's get rocking. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Glad to be back with y'all, IDP Army. We have got things going on. Things are moving and shaking. The season is going to be here soon. We are less than two weeks away from training camps kicking off. Um, the news is going to start flowing. So I'm sharing up my rankings right now. I'm making sure all my P's and Q's are set up for the season. Um, speaking of the season, I actually just got around to looking at last year's draft rankings. Uh, the, the, the consistency, or not the consistency, the accuracy rankings for the draft. Uh, for fantasy pros last year, see where I finished. Uh, in 2019, I was the number two uh, uh, draft ranker, expert, whatever you want to call it. So that was pretty cool. And I was hoping to get another, you know, another, you know, top two obviously would be great. But, you know, if I could finish top five, top 10, I'd have been happy. I checked that today, came in number five this last year on draft rankings on fantasy pros. So two top five performances in the, uh, in the, in the IDP section, that's pretty good. Came in 22 overall as well for a quarterback. So, well, you know, representing for the IDP Army out here, y'all, you know, I'm out here really trying to get it done for you. We're trying to win some leagues. We aren't trying to bullshit around. So hoping for good things again this next year. Hoping, you know, that we can make it, you know, that, that third point on the plane. Let's get a trend line going and let's just keep this thing rocking, IDP Army. If you want to see what my draft rankings are looking like right now, go over to the IDP or idparmy.com um click the rankings tab you should be able to go in there and see obviously those are not locked in yet we're still two months out they'll shift a couple more times um you know as training camp news and all that comes out but go check those out now if you are in drafts or kind of wanting to see how i'm viewing this season see some guys it shows plus ecr it shows adp all that stuff so Go check that out. But today's show, we're going to be continuing the team series, and we're going to be talking about the Chicago Bears. 
Um, we had a video a couple weeks back on the channel, actually maybe a month or two ago with Dave Kluge and Steffi Smalls. We did preview the, the Bears a little bit then, but, you know, we're going to do the same thing like we've been doing all the teams. We are going to go back to the well. We are going to talk about the Bears a little bit today. So Chicago Bears in 2020. Oh, before you do that, real quick, like, thumbs up if you are on the YouTubes, and then go leave a rating and review on iTunes for us. We'd super appreciate that. We want to run those numbers up. Um, we want to help people win their leagues. We know we have good information already here. Like I said, the the social proof is there now. You know, we have two years of, you know, good rankings coming out of this site, coming out of what we do here. We're proud of that. Bring people in. Let's help people win some leagues. So Chicago Bears, eight and eight last year. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, you know, swan song, not great for him. Matt Nagy's finally like, get him out of there. We had rumors of Russell Wilson coming to this team, did not come to fruition. Um but, you know, they did land Justin Fields uh, in the first round. He did kind of fall a little bit in this draft. They moved up to get him. They also made the offseason uh, move to go get Andy Dalton, though, from the Cowboys. So um, a little bit of, uh, you know, unsuredness on this team maybe is the best way to say. They weren't really sure what they were going to do. Um, but Justin Fields falling to a place they felt comfortable to go get him. It makes sense for this franchise. Andy Dalton as a stepping stone piece. We've had another stepping stone piece there with Nick Foles. I mean, unfortunately, I think Andy Dalton's a little bit better than people give him credit for. So he's going to be in a tough spot this year. Um, they also added Damian Williams running back uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs. He opted out last year with the COVID. Um, and then there are major losses this team. Uh, they did lose Kyle Fuller. Um you know, really well-known and one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. Head coach is still Matt Nagy. I think this guy's on the hot seat, <clears throat> as he should be. Um, but we'll see how much of their success or lack thereof the last couple of years was on Matt Nagy versus truly on Mitchell Trubisky. Um, you know, and if they were able to go 8-8 eight and eight with a guy like him, you know, holding them down the way that it seems to be that they believe was, this team – you know, they could put up double digit wins this year, you know, potentially with a, a strong veteran in Andy Dalton, who, again, I think is better than people give credit for. And then a young stud in Justin Fields. Um, and then of notes uh, we have here in the notes, uh, offensive coordinator uh, Bill Lazor took over play calling after week nine. They averaged eight more points a game after he took over. That's a really uh, good thing to note there. Thank you for Billy for putting that in these notes. Um yeah, so Matt Nagy kind of quit trying to be the everything guy, and it looks like things took off for him. So, And it's funny, if you go back and really look at when he was calling the plays for Kansas City two years ago, three years ago, that was the stretch in time when Kareem Hunt was really kind of struggling. So there might be a reason David Montgomery's season clicked at the end of the year um, after Matt Nagy kind of let go of the reins. Um you go go look for yourself at that. My friend John and I, shout out John Fisher. He's in the IDP Army. We've talked about that before, um, and it's something. It's not something that's brought up anymore. It's been a couple of years since that happened, but there's similarities there to – or parallels is a better word for that. There are parallels there to the situation and what's happening. Um, all right, let's get this show on the road, though. Let's talk Andy Dalton. I think he's a little bit undervalued. Honestly, I think he has a good chance to be the starter for this team. Um, I know everybody wants it to be Justin Fields. They drafted him there. But Andy Dalton was better last year than people give him credit for. Uh, he went 4-5 and five with the Dallas Cowboys, a team that had no defense. All right, 4-5. and five. Um, 
you know, the way people talk, you know, you'd think he, you'd think he went 0-9 last year. Um, he's still very capable. He knows what to do. He didn't turn the ball over a ton last year, eight times. Not great for nine games. Uh, it's about one turnover a game. But he threw 14 touchdowns. Um, he threw 2,100 yards. His completion percentage was the highest it's been um, in his career. I mean, if you can believe it, y'all. So there, there's something to be said about Andy Dalton. You know, if this does turn into a competition, there's no reason to think that Andy Dalton is just going to outright lose a quarterback competition. Um, thinking that means you're not really thinking, in my opinion. That's not to say that he couldn't lose it, but I think that this situation could be one where we see uh, Andy Dalton go out there and be somewhat successful. Um, I don't like this. Y'all, I mean, if I'm being honest, this is not what I want. I don't want this to happen, but I feel like what we're going to get with this team is some of the stuff we've seen the last couple of years with uh, Miami, bringing Fitzpatrick, putting in Tua, kind of playing games, and same thing with Fitzmagic two years ago in Tampa, um, where we're, you know, somebody's coming in to close the game out or things get a little bit weird and a little bit messy. I could see that. I'm not projecting that, but I could definitely see this turning into a really messy situation quarterback-wise. And all I'm saying is that there is value to be had with Andy Dalton this year. Um, he's going to be playing with the best wide receiver. He's or not the best wide receiver he's played with in a while, but a really good wide receiver and an alpha wide receiver who's going to take a massive target share. So if you give Andy, if you give Allen Robinson a good veteran quarterback who knows to target him there's going to be good things here. Okay. So I, all, all I want you to know is don't be as low on Andy Dalton as the consensus, which right now has him as quarterback 39 on underdog and quarterback 38 on fantasy pros. That's basically a guy that they're saying you won't even be able to play in season at all. And there's, you know, there's nothing that says he's not the starter right now. Actually there's every indication and every, you know, lip service saying that he is the starter. So it's another one of those things where in the fantasy community, knowing where the disconnect is, is where you can capitalize. So even if you get two or three starts at Andy Dalton, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, there's, you know, games are seasons are won on the back of wins and losses and wins and losses come from good players and good players come from, you know, starting teams with, you know, good offensive pieces. And I think Andy Dalton's a little bit better than people give him credit for. Um, but Justin Fields is the long-term asset. If you're an, on your dynasty, obviously, Got a little rushing upside to him. He's got, uh, honestly, I'm surprised he did drop low enough for the Bears to come up and get him. But he's the quarterback of the future there. Current ADP for him on underdog is quarterback 16, and his fantasy pros rank right now is quarterback 24. Um, so speaking of the wide receivers, I briefly touched on Allen Robinson. Let's talk about him a little bit. Um, so Allen Robinson, he's been in the league for a long time. Um, anyone who's played fantasy for a few years knows who he is because he's been an incredibly consistent, uh, high level, uh, producer for this team. Last year, he had 151 targets, um, 102 receptions. These are 102 receptions on Mitchell Trubisky targets. I mean, that is very, very impressive. Six total touchdowns. There's almost no way that that number doesn't go up this year. Um, you know, with the more efficient quarterback, no matter who starts, it's going to be more efficient than Mitchell Trubisky. Um, yards per reception, twelve point three. You know, he he's a target monster, and he's been called the target monster. You know, since his second year um, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, when he had 151 targets, it's actually really scary if you go look at his 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 uh, targets. He's at 151, 151. 151 targets three different times in his career 154 another time so he just you know 
that's the kind of volume that you dream of. Um, and like I said, right now, his ADP right now on uh, underdog is wide receiver 12 and fantasy pros wide receiver 12. So there is a level of uh, cohesiveness between where the people are drafting him and where uh, the people are ranking him. And I think that makes sense, you know, because his floor, his floor seems like wide receiver 12. And we know with more touchdowns, his ceiling is super massive. Um, as a sophomore, he had 14 touchdowns, led the league. He has not come back up to double digits since then. But he's been playing with Mitchell Trubisky and got injured um, before he left Jacksonville. Blake Bortles had a magical year in 2015. Um, honestly, it was incredible. 2015 was the first year I played fantasy football, so... I have a lot of fond memories of that season, one of which includes being a proud, a proud Blake Bortles stand when he threw 35 touchdowns, the same as Tom Brady and Cam Newton that year. So never forget, never forget. All right, y'all, what else we got to cover here on this offense? Um, obviously, Darryl, Darnell Moody. I'm not a Darnell Moody guy, but I'm not saying you shouldn't be. All right, right now his ADP is 107 overall, wide receiver 49. Uh, his fantasy pros rank is wide receiver 54 and there's upside with, you know, this team seeming saying they have all the pieces that they want essentially, except the quarterback they've brought in two quarterbacks. So if everything just stays the same, Mooney's got a good shot to be uh, more productive. I have heard people say they really love him. And I've heard people say they really don't like him. I am completely neutral. Ooh, sorry. I am completely neutral on Darnell Mooney. I don't have him anywhere. That doesn't mean I won't have him somewhere eventually. Um, so do with him as you will. Anthony Miller's still there. I do not care for him. And Marquise Goodwin is there. I do not care for him either. So I will not waste your time or mine talking about them. When we come back, we will talk about these running backs, which are really interesting. And then we will hit on this defense. And then IDP Army, I will get you all out of here. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns. And quickly, I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly. So you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. All right, we are back. Let's talk about David Montgomery. Uh, starting running back for this team, David Montgomery, it'll be going into his third year. A uh, bit of a de divisive running back in the fantasy community it, for good reason. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting sort of divisive team. Uh, he's looked good and he's looked bad at different times. Um, I'm seeing, saying he's somewhere in the middle. I'm not saying he's a great running back. 
but I'm not going to say he's he's bad. I think he's more than capable. They want to give him the carries. They gave him 247 last year. He got 242 as a rookie. Only started eight games as a rookie, and they still managed to feed him 242. So I really love what I'm seeing here from a volume standpoint as far as carries go. Rushed for over 1,000 yards last year, um, and his targets went up significantly. He almost doubled his targets. From his rookie year, he had 35. Last year, he had 68. That's the kind of trend that you love to see for your running backs, especially for guys that are still very young. Uh, two receiving touchdowns gave him a grand total of 10 touchdowns. So on a somewhat bad, not even somewhat bad, on, on a very bad offense, he managed to score 10 touchdowns and put up well over um, almost yeah, 1,500 all-purpose yards. That's, that's impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. That is impressive given the team he's on. Now we've got a guy that's on a team that's supposed to be able to move the ball a little bit more. I really like David Montgomery as a – as a almost as a value right now, his ADP is 41 running back 20 and his fantasy pros rank is running back 18. Um, you know, you might think, okay, you know, low on running back two, but he finished last year, 2020 as the running back four in a, the worst, in the worst spot. I mean, the worst spot you could ever basically imagine a putrid team that was not winning very many games, the games they won, they barely squeaked out. You know, they couldn't, they just, the goal line opportunities are minuscule. You know, it's a miracle he had 10 touchdowns. So I think that there's meat on the bone with David Montgomery. We've seen his carries go up. We've seen the trust in the team go on to him. We've seen him be able to score. He really can do it all. Um, you know, it was, he's kind of a joke as a rookie because he's so inefficient. But I think as a punchline, we need to move past that and really see what he is. And he has upside as a top five running back. If you can draft that at running back 18, that's a smash every time. Um, in my opinion, I don't care how good the wide receivers in that area are. Um, I'm still a I'm still a running back guy at heart because I know you can win fantasy championships without good wide receivers. You cannot win a fantasy championship without a, at least one good running back. And if you have two or three, I mean, it's a much different game. So behind him, we have Turk Cohen coming back. Fantasy pros rank is RB50, best ball rank RB51. Um, I'm not sure how he's going to be looking coming back from this injury. I'm not sure that they're going to need him to fill that pass catching role the way that they thought they did at first. Now that they know Montgomery can handle that. So we'll have to see what happens with Cohen still young. I think he's just 25 years old in dynasty. I'm not like getting rid of him by any means. He's definitely, I mean, he was the first Naeem Hines. Don't let anybody you know tell you differently. So uh, he will have value for a while in fantasy football. Same as James White. I mean, he'll be around for a while. Don't let people, you know, he's a guy that you could actually and should be probably targeting right now. So um, enough time on the offense. Let's jump to this defense. Um, you know who this defense is to a degree because they've been very good the last few years. That starts all starts in the middle with Roquan Smith, their first round pick from three years ago. Currently, my uh, running back or linebacker six. Um, you know, last year, Roquan Smith had an incredible year, 33 impact plays, um, which, you know, is led the led led all the middle linebackers, even more than Devin White. Um, he had an insane number of tackles last year, 139, 98 of those being solos and then 18 tackles for loss, which is good for, I believe, second in the NFL, only behind TJ Watt. So he was getting a lot of points for you in IDP, and I'm really running it back to be more of the same. The only reason he's a little bit lower than some of the other guys as linebacker six um, is because his tackles, while he did have 100 and what I say, 149, 
just there, 130, 139. There are players who will push up past 150 and could and do have the potential to get the same number of impact plays. So I'm not going to project him yet to be a more efficient tackler because he still is a really, really efficient tackler. Spent a lot of time behind the line of scrimmage getting the, the high leverage plays there that you want to get. Uh, but um, he's still not in my top three. Uh, go check out idparmy.com and you will be able to see who those guys are. But as a linebacker one and as a dynasty linebacker, he is in my top three uh, as dynasty linebackers for sure. So Roquan Smith, you know who he is. Danny Trevathan, um, a little bit less excited about him than I was a couple of years ago. He is getting a little bit older. Khalil Mack, you know who he is coming off the edge. Even if you don't play IDP, you know who Khalil Mack is from the Raiders trade that they brought him over. Still one of the best edge rushers in the league, even though the box score numbers are not as gaudy as they were when he was in Oakland. The tackles are down. The tackles for loss are down. The sacks are down. He's still extremely disruptive. The pressures have remained high. He just hasn't finished as many plays. Um, And maybe that's schematic. Maybe I I don't know what that is. I'm not going to claim to know what that is. I'm assuming it's schematic because I have noticed, you know, you usually get higher tackle numbers from your traditional four, three um, defensive ends than you get from your outside linebackers. Um, But you will usually get more auxiliary stats just from my observations, like your pass deflections from your outside linebackers. So it's a little bit of a give and take. Um, He still has remained a top defensive line option. And if you're, if he's only a linebacker eligible on your platform, he's still a good uh, flex linebacker flex slash linebacker three. Um, As far as the defensive backs on this team, you know, you're really looking at Eddie Jackson. Uh, He's, not a great defensive back. He's much more of a big play defensive back, but he really hasn't been making a lot of big plays lately. So I would be more avoiding any of these defensive backs uh, in, at this point in the season. I will say for a sleeper pick, I'm back in on Robert Quinn. I have him ranked as DL 36. Last year I had him ranked a little bit higher. Things did not go good for him, but he got a bag because the year before last – With the Cowboys, he was incredible. The pressures were high. The sacks were high. The tackles for loss were high. He was making big plays. He got hurt last year in training camp. They gave him like $70 million, I think, $70, 78 two- or three-year deal. So he's a high-paid edge rusher. He will be back out there this year. And while he didn't really do a lot, you know, sack-wise this last year, you know, it's kind of funny. He still managed to be disruptive, uh, forcing three fumbles last year. Three fumbles. Had two sacks. You know, so he was still disrupting the play turnover worthy situations he was still on the field probably more than you remember um and they gave him money so if he can get on the field they're going to put him out there only played 51 percent of the snaps last year um which isn't necessarily it's not what i want i would like to see him get up closer to 70 especially with the money they paid him and uh run up those numbers a little bit so he's more of a sleeper if you're in a zero dl draft strategy and you're looking to push the defensive line position um you're going to put two or three guys on your bench at still just 31 years old this year, you know, that's basically the same as Jason Pierre-Paul was last year. He finished as the defensive line player one. Um, yeah, so don't sleep on Robert Quinn. So IDP Army, do me a big favor. Go like, subscribe to the channel. Um, make sure you check out Underdog. Use the promo code down in the comments. Get on Underdog. Join the Best Ball Mania draft. Become a millionaire. Uh, I want that for you. Um, And I'll be back soon with the next episode, which I think this was the Bears. So I think I have the Browns next. So until next time.
the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hit the clock, tick blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you switching it up and you living it up. You ain't getting it.